Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Just like that, we are back. Isn't, we're here again. Again. It's crazy to me that, like, we just hit this record button and just start talking. Just start jaw jacking. crazy when you, yeah. like, stop and think about it? Yeah. Like, if you overthink it, <clears throat> I think you'd be like, oh, my God, what am I going to say? What do I do? You know what I mean? That's why I think a lot of people have a hard time doing this. Yeah. Overthinking I, I think that people think it's easier than it is. Everybody always thinks that. Mm-hmm. Not to, not to be off topic, but they think the same thing in fighting. They see these fights and people are throwing kicks and punches. Like, I, I think I could do that. Like, no. No, all it takes, though, is no. to do it one time. Yes. And then you realize, like, oh, shoot, that's hard. Yes. You like somebody I mean? tried to do cold shower, cold showers like I've been doing almost three months. They yeah. tried it. Oh, was it that bad? I said, how was it the second, third, and fourth yeah. day? Oh, I only did it once. I told you that. I just told you that. I said that the first time you do something that's difficult is easier than the second time. Yes. And why is that? Because you know what to expect. Yes. Because the brain has fight or flight. And a lot of times the brain wants to flight, wants to run. It's like it knows. It's like, uh -uh, uh-uh, let's not do that. Speaking of which, another Mm -hmm. fighting analogy, didn't you tell me that in fighting, once you get knocked out, you always are more susceptible yes. to knocking out the brain remembers. remembers and it shuts off to protect you that's true yeah. you see a lot you see it happen to a lot of you see it in aging fighters when they're fighting too long and they start getting knocked out yeah. continuously it's like oh their chin we call that your chin is gone like you need to retire or you need to take a long break and let your brain heal mm-hmm. you see guys barely get touched and get knocked out like oh that's bad that's crazy yeah. it's like a defense mechanism but yes. it could be a, it's like a bad thing that's too. what it is mm-hmm. interesting yeah. So, um, I got my Botox on Thursday. Did it kick in yet? Yeah, it's a close. little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know that Botox takes like a week, but I feel it. Like, I feel like I, it's starting to kick in, but I still can move it. I need I, bo- do I need Botox? No, I got wrinkles. No, but I know, but I don't think it would look right. You'd look. It like looks weird a, on men, huh? You look like a psycho, like to, too aware. I don't mm, know. I don't. Yeah. I think it. No, no I'm no. joking. I'm not doing absolutely Botox not. But I did Botox and a lip flip, so they do a little bit right at the cupid's bow, and then it makes your lip appear bigger ah. rather than filler. Like it. I don't know how it works, but it does work. Yeah, look pretty. Does it look a little bigger? Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting is you don't care at all about me doing stuff like that. You know that so many husbands, they're no. so bothered by their yeah. wives doing stuff. How many surgeries have you done? I never said nothing. I mean, like, I... I know what you mean, though. Yeah, you're right. But I... A lot of husbands ain't supportive. It's weird because when, you know, my first marriage, my husband was not a fan. I had to do... I, I would hide. and See what I mean? It makes you dishonest because I would hide and do stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to do stuff even more. Yes. But I would have to hide. So, like, if he would go out of town, I would go do something. Then I'd freak out that he was going to notice. <laughs> Man. You know, I, this is what I feel. Like, if you're with a woman and she has natural boobs, you got to understand, once she gets that enhancement, yes, there's going to be more eyes on her. Because, yes, naturally do men gravitate looking at women's boobs because it's the, right there. But if you're confident, I mean, for me, it, never, it doesn't bother me. I don't I think, know, that, I don't I think mean, of it like that. You know I what I mean? I get it with the boob job because it's a little bit more like, yeah, yeah. that's going to draw attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's going to draw? It's not going to draw attention to me if I get some wrinkles removed off my forehead. No. No. But I still yeah. don't think like, <clears throat> I just don't understand like why some people, 
don't support their spouse, and it goes both ways, if they want to mm-hmm. do something yeah. that's going to make them feel better. Right. It's like, what does that tell you about that person or how they really feel about you if they want to keep you feeling bad about something? Exactly. I don't know. Like, to me, now, and the funny thing is, is now that I have free reign, pretty much, because you wouldn't stop me from doing anything, mm. I don't, I'm more conservative. That's Isn't like, it funny? That's like you. You got with me. I was tatted up, but not like I am now. No, not even close. Yeah. You didn't even have your chest tattoos, the, these. I didn't even have those? No. So, so see, that's you, you. if you were to stop me in my tracks, I wouldn't have a whole suit. Right. They'd be like, oh, no, that's too much. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Sign up for what? It's my body. The it's funny me. thing is, is you just, you just got a new tattoo on your hand. Yeah. And uh, you I asked see. me... After the tattoo, by the way, he goes, what do you think? Do you, do you like this? Or do, you, or do you think it's like, you know, do you, too much? And I'm like, well, you already got it. <laughs> so what does it matter? Number one. Number two, would it even matter if I said, no, don't do that? Would it matter? Would you not do it? That's a good question. Hmm. If I said, don't tattoo your hands, you would, you would say what? You would probably ask me why. Why probably not? Why? Yeah. Probably why not? Yeah. Because back in the day, people would say, well, for employment reasons. Yeah, because you could at least wear a long sleeve shirt and cover it up. Yeah. But now not it's not like that anymore. No. It's Babe, not taboo there's, anymore. There's, there's police officers that are sleeved and tattooed. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's a FedEx dude. I forgot where I see him. Where was his I? Face he walked is tattooed. In, his face, everything, neck, and I looked, I go, dude, that's dope. That didn't discriminate. He goes, yeah, nah, I've been working for the company to. for years. He was blasted on his face, neck, everything. Yeah, that's good. I think that's good. But- it's ink. It's ink in your skin. It just yeah. represents who you are. It's not a thug or a criminal. I think back in the days, yes, it was yeah, gang members, it, it prison was guys, a and stigma. sailors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was a stigma. Mm-hmm. So it was just funny that you asked me that, and I'm like, well, what does it matter? I re- I do remember. I mean, you knew I was going to get my hand tattooed. We talked huh? about it. We talked about it before I got it done. Yeah, like I was yeah. fine yeah, with it. You, you would have known you never if I didn't, no. but I don't think, but I wouldn't even. Here's the thing. It's like I wouldn't even think to say. We don't try to control no. each Why other. Why would it matter? It doesn't impact me if you have ink on your hand. I know. It but, doesn't impact me in but any it's way. It's a control thing. You know, some people, your spouse always, some spouses are like that. They just love to dominate or control the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it, I don't know. It just made me really think because I'm thinking like, why would there's certain things I understand? I know wives get a bad rap a lot of times, and we're going to talk about that because yes, it's funny. Like, do. let me check with my wife. Yes, um, you know, there are certain things I get because financial or time commitments or committing to com- you know signing them up to go do something that they may not want to do, checking with your spouse. But certain yeah. things, I just don't get. Like. It's yeah, you sure communicate with them and let them know what you're doing, but not don't ask permission because wh- why would you need permission to do something to your body that doesn't impact them? Since we've been together, you've never asked me permission. You just do. I know. Babe, I'm going to do my Botox. Babe, I'm going to do my lips. Cool. All right. But I do think never. that um, wives get a bad rap because because husbands a lot of times use their wives as a crutch mm-hmm. to, to get out of things. Mm-hmm. I've heard you do it before. You did? Yes, you have done that. Like, oh man, my wife, no, I got to check with my wife. I've got some plans with my wife or something. You've done that before. Probably, I probably have. But they do do that, yeah, right? Yeah, get out of something. You showed me a funny text <clears throat> message where someone was in, the, in doing a car transaction. Yeah. And they were negotiating a price 
and then um, they finally like settled on a price. And then the guy goes, okay, let me just check with my wife. <laughs> and the guy goes, okay, that's done. I'll never yeah. hear from you again. Yeah. Yeah. When you say that, it's kind of an out. You shouldn't even, you shouldn't even get to the point of negotiating or talking prices unless you're going to pull the trigger. Right. And then you settle on something, then you shouldn't say, okay, let me get back to you. Like if you're negotiating and, and you throw a number out and then the person accepts. I had that happen in a brand deal, actually. Yeah. I, we were negotiating and then they we negotiated a different rate that was lower. I'm like, you mm. know what? Okay, I agreed to it. And then they go, okay, let me check with the such and such and I'll get back to you. I'm like, no, we, forget it. No, you're Offers not the, off the table I'm talking, now. I'm, yeah, I'm talking to the wrong person. Yeah. You're not the person. When they do that, I have to go, no, you're the wrong like, person. I'm yeah, talking like, to the wrong person. Well, for me, I'm like, yeah. okay, offers off the table. That's it. It's only valid because we've settled it right now. Yes. If now I have to wait, no, I'm going to fill my calendar with something else. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Give me a label. I'm sending this shit back. Yeah. These brands, sometimes they need to humble themselves, thinking like they're all mm-hmm. bigger than what they are. Like, yo, you need to humble yourself. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but I do think that, I, although I do feel that there are men that legitimately have to check with their wives on every little thing or they get in trouble, I do also feel like men use it as a scapegoat. Like, yeah, probably so. They want to get out of things or yeah. unsure. Of course. Yeah. It's like a fallback. For sure. <clears throat> I that's mean, but funny. some things out of respect, like getting a dog, a living animal. Oh, that's different. You know, yeah. That's because that's impacting. Yeah. Like we had to discuss it. That's impact exactly. We had to have a discussion. Yes. When it was time to get, you know, our new dogs. Yes. And specifically with Phoebe, it was because by all intents and purposes, and purposes, the timing was bad. Hmm. Um. We just got another new dog. It was probably not a good idea. You had every reason and could have convinced me not to get her mm-hmm. because you had we there was good solid reasons not to do it. Mm-hmm. But we did it anyway. It's never the perfect time, right? Yeah, it's just but it was and it wasn't until I had her in my arms that first day where I thought, yes, this was the right decision. Up until I had her in my arms, I had like this like anxiety about yeah. it. Even leading up to going and getting her, whatever, I had so much anxiety about it. Like, this is the—is this the right move? I just lost karma. Am I being impulsive? Yeah, like I was very not sure. Um, but that was a perfect example of look. We had to communicate it out. We had to be on the same page. I would never have done that if you were like, look, you can do it, but I don't agree with it because that's what—that's the worst you would do. You would never just say no can't do it but you would say you can go you could do it but i'm i'm not i'm not really 100 percent on board Mm -hmm. which is the same thing i would do if you were doing something completely yeah it's not like i would say you can't do it you're a grown-ass man i think it's ridiculous to be able to say like give someone like permission as an adult to do something permission slip right yeah you know like i've always said I've always said it's all about like, communicating and respect. That's it. We, we, for, I'm not the best communicator, but for the most part, we communicate. Yeah, and we my talk. thing is, look, if you're gonna do, we, I'm never gonna tell you not to do things. Like, I'm not gonna tell you not to go out. I'm not gonna tell you you can't go here, you can't do that. But if you start doing things that I repeatedly don't agree with, they don't align with the things I want my husband to be doing. Yeah. Then that's a different problem. Yes. It has nothing to do. With that I'm allowing it, so therefore I now have to stop allowing it. It really has more to do with the fact that you can do anything you want, and so you do all the things. It it says a lot more when you can do anything you want, and you don't. 
True. Like hanging out. Like say, for instance, I'm an example. Like, hey, babe, I'm going to go out hang out at the bar with the boys tonight. Just the boys. I'm like, hmm, okay, fine. You, you want to object to it. It's one time. Right. But if I start doing it like repeatedly every weekend, like, whoa, 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 yeah. wait, what the hell is yeah, this Yeah, it's now? all about, what it's, you, what you, it, what it's are we patterns, doing? it's yeah, behaviors, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. stuff like that, not the actual event Same thing, itself. like when you want to go to dinner with your cousins or friends or whoever, like, hey, babe, have fun, go. Yeah. I've never been like, you know, like, no, you can't, or fight you. I, I think that's dumb. It is. It's not a smart, I don't think it's, a, it's not good. No. It is not good. That is not a healthy relationship no, if you feel like you have to Because they might rebel and do something that you're going to, they're going to deeply regret too. Yeah. So careful with that. It's a fine line with that, right? Between yeah. love and hate. Oh, the thin line between love and hate. And yeah. that, that is more true it's than- scary. It's so true. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay, moving on. I wanted to show you these candles I got. So this, these, I got a package from- Someone that I used to work for, so his dad owned a, a restaurant called Dairy Bell. Mm-hmm. And as teenagers, Lisa and I worked there, had the best memories working there. And um, we've kept in touch over the years, but he's got this, cool. this company. Yeah. So he sent me this package kind of like out of nowhere. We had talked about it a while back, um, but aren't they cool? Yeah. He make, so he, they make this. This is him and his girlfriend own the company. It's called Ren Kari. I'll put the description. I'll put the um, website in the description. They smell so good. So they're clean burning candles, and but the vessel is cement. That's dope. This is hand That's poured different. like cement. Yeah, solid. So when you're when the candle is done, you can actually repurpose this. Like so, this could be like a little ketchup holder, you know, like ketchup oh, or sauce or whatever. Yeah. You because you can repurpose the vessel. Yes, you clean it after, right? Yeah, you clean it and repurpose cool. it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to show you that because I thought that was. Yeah, that was cool, and I love to support a small business. They do some cool stuff. So they have like these tabletop fire pits. Oh, really? How cool is that? Tabletop. It's like a tabletop fire pit. Oh, so you put it on the table, and it's like it's like a little fire pit. You yeah. can roast marshmallows, really? or whatever. That's cool. They have that, and they they do like gift baskets and stuff like that. So some cool stuff. But thank you. Thank I should you say Ron because that's mm-hmm. what he always signs his name as Ron. But I knew him as Ronnie, so it's like I cannot call him Ron. So thank you, Ronnie. I appreciate it. That was really nice, right on, and we love candles, and they smell really good. I have to say, sometimes the clean candles, the the hand, the homemade candles are not strong enough scented for yeah. me, even though I know they're better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I lit one right away in the fireplace, and it s- smelled up that whole yes, room. It did. I love this one. This one is like it's gonna go in the bathroom because it smells like a spa, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It does. Mm, I it's love a it. Bathroom candle. Anyways, thank you guys. I really appreciate that. Okay, moving on to the hot coffee topic. Mm. <laughs> this is going to be an unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people love it. But oh, well. let's talk about Disneyland super fans. Ooh. What is up with the phenomenon of adult, adult Disneyland phenomenon? People, adults that love Disney. Yes. What is up with that? Because you took me as an adult. Yeah, but kids. I took you because I had my kids. Yes. It was a family yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I never had gone. And you're like, well, at least you get to experience it as an adult. I mean, it was, it was cool, <clears throat> but it's for me, it's a one and done. No, and I think for you, I can understand. So basically what I want to talk about is there was this guy who 
just got entered into the Guinness Book of World Records. He is an adult man. Adult. Okay. He went to Disneyland 2,995 days in a row. It's like 10 years in a row. The only reason it stopped is because Disneyland closed during the pandemic. Yeah. That's the only reason it stopped. So he's now in the Guinness Book of World Records. But my question is this. Why? Why? Yeah. Why are there these adult super fans of Disneyland? They go like it's they go crazy over it. They go constantly. Now, do we know are these mostly men? I'm just no, curious. no, they're Both? not actually. But okay. that that does that's what I go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you have to fear? It's I just, sad I just, this day and age. I, I hate to say, it, yeah. Places that attract children yes. also attract, attract pedophiles. Yes. We got to address the uh, the uncomfortable conversation in the yeah. room, but it's it's here, it's in our face, right. and it's and it's it's. So that's rampant. what I've always thought of. But listen, I am not saying if you are a fan of Disney, that, that means you're a pedophile. I'm just no, saying, no, no, it's a scary thing to know that when you're at Disneyland, you could be amongst pedophiles because that's where they go. They, they go do. to the Girl Scouts. They yes. go to the the amusement parks. Yes, they go to those types of things so they can be surrounded by their obsession, yes. right? Which is children. But my thing is. Why? So then I started to think about it because I like to look at both sides. I don't. I do think it's a little odd when adults are obsessed with Disneyland when they're not when they go without children. Yeah. I personally can relate to going with kids and getting excited about it because you you mm-hmm. see the joy for them that it gives the kids. Yes, yeah, so it makes you happy for them. Then I try to flip the coin. Why else would adults without <clears throat> kids want to go to Disneyland? And then I started thinking, well, when I go. For me, it does bring warm, a lot of warm, nostalgic feelings because for me, mm-hmm. I have memories of Disneyland with my family. You do, yeah. So I have that too. So I have that nostalgia and warm family memories. Plus, I like to go with like my kids when they were younger. I took them several times or I would go with my nieces and I would enjoy it through their eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to just go all by myself as an adult. Yeah. If you told me, hey, babe, let's go to Disneyland, I'd be like, yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Universal Studios, yes. And for you, the joy, you don't have that joy because mm-hmm. you didn't go to Disneyland. I took you for your first time yes. in your 40s. Yes. So it, it, it was cool. It was an experience, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a lot of people are going to be like, God, that guy doesn't know. Listen, it just didn't do nothing for me. I'm sorry. I grew up going to Great America, Santa Cruz. So those are my amusement parks that I grew up going to. Yeah. That's what my family could afford. Santa to Cruz is actually more nostalgic for me than than um, Disneyland because we went a lot. Yeah, that's in our backyard. We went Especially a in your lot. backyard. You're closer to Santa so Cruz. So many good Frisco. memories. And you know what I have to say, What why we were blessed as a family? My mom worked for the company Kellogg's. I know you guys know Ego Waffles, Kellogg's. She yeah. worked there for 35 years or something like that. They did the best annual family picnic. And so we always got to go to the boardwalk, Great America, Raging Waters. Raging Waters. As a family. And she could get unlimited tickets. So we would go, all of us would go, and we would have so much fun. So that was always once a year family thing. Yeah. So, you know, when I can understand when it's those things, they bring back the nostalgia. But I don't, I can't comprehend it otherwise. How many, so, okay. So Great America is nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to that mm-hmm. as a kid, loved it. How many times have you and I gone since we were together? Have I think we one, ever gone? I think maybe once. Maybe once. Maybe, see? 
Not to say that I wouldn't like, like once in a while, like I understand, like I would go to Disneyland, like with a, say I would go with like Alyssa and like my cousin and her girls and like a girl's thing and you wear the ears and you make a day of it. your nieces one day. Yes, I would go. But I, but what I'm talking about, like these Disneyland super fans, they go like every weekend. And let me tell you this, Disneyland is freaking expensive. Yeah. Nothing's cheap there. It is. If you were to take like a family of four on a trip to Disneyland, you're going to spend thousands of dollars, especially if you have to travel there. It is not a cheap vacation. You could go out of the country, like Mexico at an all-inclusive resort that has water slides and, and for half the price. Yes. But I also think sometimes Disneyland, the idea of Disneyland sounds so much better than the actual reality of it. Mm-hmm. And what's captured in pictures and the the hindsight memories is so much better than the reality. Although I will have to say, because I don't want to be a hypocrite here, so I'm going to come clean. I went as an adult with my siblings. Remember when we did that? You guys did do that. We did. We for took who, my for, brother. For your brother. For his 50th birthday. Uh-huh. That was seven years ago now. Jeez, because wow. he just turned 57. And then we talked about we're going to go when I'm 50. And that was truly, purely a a nostalgia trip because Mm. it was like a way for us to feel like kids again and the way we felt when our parents took us. And we really did have a great time and made memories like to last a lifetime. Yeah. So those scenarios I get. I just don't get the obsessiveness of going Every day. It's like an addiction of some sort. It's giving you endorphins and you're addicted to the endorphins yeah. and you're going and you're going a lot. Yeah. A place where there's a lot of kids too. So I understand. I mean, I guess I get it. I get it from both sides, but to me, yeah. it's like, it seems a little extreme for some. Yeah, me too. Some uh, people will literally use up every last spare penny they have to support their Disneyland addiction. That's like, that's like, that's like if I had. Love Great America so much. I go on every weekend. I would think that's weird. Why you be like, babe? Why every weekend so to Great those America? Of you like, guys who don't know, Great America is another amusement park, but it's not yes. like Disneyland status. No. But it makes you realize how. Re- why is it not ridiculous? It's like, what if you decided suddenly you wanted to go like every week? I would think something's wrong with you. I mean, when you think of these places, I think of it's a theme park for kids. Yes, adults can go because their parents or whatnot. And sometimes maybe adults want to go ride the rides. I don't. I'm done with that. I don't want to ride no rides. Yeah, I like some rides, like the Universal rides, like the attractions, oh, oh, that's like different. the Universal experiences. Studios. Yeah. yeah, that's different. Those yeah. rides are different. They're not. They're not. Uh, what do you call it? What's the word? Roller coasters. Yeah. They're different. They're screens. You yeah. are in a little like a roller coaster, but it ain't the same. It ain't as extreme. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Was it last know. time we took your kids to Magic Mountain as adults? We got the, what we happened was we got the, the front of line VIP service, which was a bad idea. Lines are a good thing. It's not good to ride the roller coaster without having to wait in line and to be able to go twice, Dude. remember? Ugh. We were so sick. <laughs> we were never. so sick. Yeah, because it throws your equilibrium off. I You're was, not conditioned. That's Superman. That's Magic Mountain has this one oh, roller coaster. Man. It's like the Superman or something. No, it one that remember so we're un, uh, upside down like oh, a corkscrew. It was absolute. Your head, side to side, horrific. yeah. Your stomach feels. You, we couldn't even. Remember, we tried to eat after and felt like we wanted to throw up. Yeah, no. It was absolutely horrible. No thanks. Yeah, I'm over my uh, so amusement park days. Raging waters, I'll do the water slides. I love those are my favorite. Again, those are like normal. You go once a year yes. entertainment type yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying when yeah. I'm questioning 
why it's the super fans the people that go 3000 days in a row and these are adults yeah i guess they're just reliving their childhood i don't hey, know fun fact about disneyland it is not a, a a walk in the park no pun intended to work there there it's very strict they yeah. have very weird very weird rules very strict you know, sometimes those types of things, I feel sad for the people who they want to go behind the curtain because they love it so much. So a lot of Disneyland super fans, they'll like go work there or something like that. And then they realize like, oh, it's not like attending. It's yeah. a lot different. That's how I felt about Vegas. Yeah, you, you told me that. Oh the my scenes. gosh. So I had this contract deal to work in Las Vegas and it was like a, a finance position. So it was a boring job there. But, you know, you get to see what it's like behind the fancy casino walls. And you're literally like in a concrete jungle back there. It's very, you'd be surprised because it's for as like high technology as some areas are, mm -hmm. everything is like bottom of the barrel, like ugly mismatched desks and cement walls and no windows. You're like in the basements. You're like in between the walls and the basement That's of the so casino. Unhealthy. They put you in the dungeon. That's so unhealthy. Oh, it was so No awful. window, no fresh air, no. no light. That's I would hate to work in that no. environment. No, and so... this was this one particular casino, which was the Venetian. I, don't, I have no problem calling them out because they have a beautiful casino. Yes. And behind closed doors, it's horrific, okay? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't think I can do this. Like I had a, I almost had like a panic attack. I know, I remember you weren't, you were kind of like, uh, no, I and and. This. And I told then, you, I say, if you can't. No, I'll you, be, I'll be completely honest with what happened. So, so it was a good contract I was going to get, whatever. And I thought I was in the clear because, you know, they, they fingerprint you. They do facial recognition. They do this thing where they make sure that you're not like a, ga like a, um, a gambler, that you don't mm -hmm. frequent casinos. Mm -hmm. They do a crazy extensive background check, which was all fine. Yeah. But the last piece of it was a drug test, which I thought was fine. I hadn't done anything, you know, in a long time. I, you know, I used to smoke, smoke weed, but it had been months. Yeah. I did it recreationally. Yeah. This is years ago. So it was still illegal. I think it would still, wouldn't matter. They still probably drug test for it. I know. But their drug test that they wanted me to take was a hair. They wanted to pull hair follicles. But so it could I, trace back six months, I believe. It traces back far. And I thought. I can't do that because once I didn't want to fail it because if you fail it in the system of some you're sort. in the system and then if I ever wanted a job there mm -hmm. or something you just never know where the world takes never you. Know. you do not want to be in the system with the Clark County as like failing a drug test mm -hmm. so I thought you know what and and because I didn't feel good about the vibe anyway I was having the panic attack the jungle I mean the the concrete jungle the the weird vibes the bad moods Plus, we, i wasn't going to be there with you, you yeah have to be i was by myself they do put you up in the hotel which is nice and you mm -hmm. get room service stipend and all of that but it was like a long period of time i was going to be stuck there by myself so i was already not happy about that and then this i was like oh this is my out i'm like i'm just going to say i have a family emergency and it's not going to work out which is what i did because mm -hmm. i i didn't think i would would have passed it and you know what's crazy is fast forward to today Weed is actually recreational legal there in Vegas now. So yeah, I don't so think, they, I don't think, I don't they, think they, they would. No, they can't. How can you discriminate when something is state law where it's legal? Yeah. You're allowed to, as an adult, to smoke weed as long as you're not operating machinery. Yeah. I don't know how the casinos I don't know are. how that works, but. Yeah. So I didn't, so I, so I went home. 
I called you. I'm like, I'm coming home. Yeah. Oh, come on. It is what it is. I was Probably there for like three be. or four days, but I was already homesick and miserable. So it was meant to be. Yeah. Vegas is a, people think it's all glamorous and glitter. It's a dangerous place, especially yeah. for a woman out there alone. Yeah. I'd have to worry about, you know, yeah, you're in the casino, but you got, at some point in time, you got to step outside that casino. You either go get yourself some fresh clothes, maybe some groceries for the room. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you She's, had a friend out there who was being, who was a little slick, I thought. Yeah. A little, trying to be. A little inappropriate going, oh, since you're going to be here, you know, you can hang out at my house. I have a pool. Hmm. I'm like, that's odd. Why would I go hang out at your house? Like I'm with your friend because you were just my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. 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 No, thanks. Anyways. Okay. Moving on. We are moving on because I want to talk about, um, let's talk first about a question I got from somebody um, on my TikTok. And it was a question where I was talking about macros. I was talking about like hormone weight gain and macros and calorie deficit still mm-hmm. works tracking macros and she commented and said if i refuse to count calories how do i know how much i should eat if i refuse to count calories how much how, how do i know how much to eat if i refuse to count calories <laughs> and you know what like it's almost like saying h- how I, much are my bills every month and how much do i need to make to cover my bills i mean you gotta kind of know yeah that's like saying I'm, how do i pay my bills if i don't make enough money or if i don't know how much money i'm bringing in how do i make sure my bills are paid if i don't know how much money i make yeah how can i ensure my bills are paid you can't you can't that's what i said you can't insure it because she said how do i how do i know how do i make sure you can you can throw some hmm. some pasta at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, you know you, but you're you're always going to be guessing. And the, I just thought it was an interesting thing, especially her choice of words. If I refuse, well, yeah. I mean, there you by go. all means, yeah, no one's forcing you. But no. if you are not, it's kind of just a silly question because yes, you will always be guessing. What do we always keep saying? People always try to do this. Go around it. A little candle demo. You can't go through it. You have to go through it. There's no. You're trying to cheat the games. What my example? I just don't understand why. Here's the thing. Yes, is there ways to be in a deficit without counting calories? Yes, but you just can't be sure that you're always in a deficit. Yep. That's the. I mean, yes, there's tricks. If you eat more protein, you might be fuller, so you might just hopefully eat less. If you intermittent fast, you'll have less time, a, a small time window to get your food in. So hopefully you'll eat less than you're burning. Mm-hmm. But again, over time, those kind of things stop working. Yeah. And you get, you start eating more in your fasting window. Yep. Or, you know, if you work out, so you're trying to create the deficit by exercising, that doesn't work. We talked about it last week because then you'll eat more. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to do HIIT workouts because when you do HIIT workouts, you burn a lot of calories in a short period of time. Guess what? HIIT workouts make you hungry. So if you are doing HIIT workouts and not tracking calories, you're going to eat more. Yeah. So that's my answer, Um, you know? It's the truth. And just like with with people, so many people will come back to me and say, no, I know you say calorie deficits work, but they didn't work for me. My calorie deficit didn't work for me. We, We just talked about this last week, but I think it's funny with the whole Ozempic talk or weight loss surgery talk. Cause I had someone who had weight loss surgery also told me the same thing. Uh-huh. 
What'd they say? See, calorie deficit never worked for me. Uh-huh. But the weight loss surgery worked. Hmm. Let's, let's, let's this break this second. down. Yeah, we're going to break this down. If the weight loss surgery worked, worked, that means all those other times you thought you were in a calorie deficit, yes. you weren't in a calorie deficit. Because guess what? A weight loss surgery, all it's doing is making it so that you have to be in a deficit because you literally physically cannot eat very much. Yep. So it forces a deficit. Same thing with Ozempic. So if someone says like, I heard a, a real housewife actually, real housewife of um, New Jersey. She was on a podcast, M- Margaret. Mm-hmm. She had lost weight. So someone asked her like, oh, are you are you taking Ozempic? She's like, well, I'm taking peptides. <laughs> peptides? Pepti- it's... It's basically an Ozempic, and then they mix in some other B12 and some other stuff because people don't like to say Ozempic. They like to say peptides. I'm taking some peptides because you know what? A calorie deficit has never worked for me, but this works. This only works. It's not a miracle drug. It only works because it's now making you not want to eat. So you're eating less. So you're in a calorie deficit. So what you're saying is you were never in a calorie deficit before. It drives me insane when people say the calorie deficit didn't work, but Ozempic works. Does calorie the, deficit didn't work, but weight loss surgery works. No. Does no. it drive you crazy as a coach that people want this magic answer? And, and they looked at you like, maybe she'll give me the answer I'm searching for. No. Sorry. There's no... No. There's no magic. There's no... Fuckery, sorry to get around this. You have to do the no. work. And the thing they is- They want a magic answer. And they're asking these questions. They kind of already know the answer, but they're hoping something will be a little different. Like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, maybe there's something a little maybe. different. Maybe if they're doing this- Yes. That, oh, it's it's fasting. That's the answer. Oh, it's these magical ketone drinks. That's yes. the answer. It's this gel. That's, no. Yes. It's Sonobello. No. <laughs> but mm. you know what? You have to be- It's this. It's that. I was thinking about this recently because no, I'm doing a few different things right now. I'm doing like a treatment for my hair because I have actually diagnosed alopecia. Um, so I'm doing a prescription treatment for my hair to grow back. I've got, I'm doing skincare, anti-aging skincare regimen. I'm doing all of these different things, right? Any one of these things that I'm doing, like for the the prescription for the hair, it's forever. If I grow back my hair taking a prescription and then I stop taking the prescription, the hair will fall out. Stop falling out. Okay. It's not a cure. It's just you have to do it forever. Yeah. The skincare. If you're doing anti-aging skincare stuff or whatever, that makes your skin look better. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes, it looks better. Guess what? If I stop doing it, skin will go right back. Right. It's it's not it's not a forever solution unless I'm willing to do it forever. Mm-hmm. Hair loss treatments, supplements, yes. anything like that, Ozempic. Those are forever types of things mm-hmm. because the results you get doing any one of those things will not be sustainable if you stop doing those things. It's kind of like working out. People think, oh, when I example. get the body I want, oh, when I lose the weight mm-hmm. or this or that, I'm all set. No, this is a lifestyle. We do this forever. Yeah, it's forever. This is forever. Once so you- if you hate it, it's not. that's not your forever. You, got, you haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I recommend, honestly, if you are right now in a in a regimen that you know that you cannot sustain, even if you've achieved results, 
doing that regimen. It's very, very important that you try to sidestep out of it into something that you think you can sustain forever. And hopefully you can sustain your results if you're smart about it. Yeah. But you need to ask yourself, this fitness regimen I'm doing, can I do it forever? Mm-hmm. If not, what I recommend to you is try some different things. And it doesn't have to be, when we, when we say fitness and working out, I think people's assumption is they think weights. It could be walking, jogging, Stairmaster. You could do balance, flexibility. You could do yoga. That's the type right. of training. You could, That's you what find I'm what, saying. You so find like what if, you like. If they're doing something they don't like right now, you need to venture out. Pilates. Pilates. Spin class. Kickboxing. Kickboxing is fun. A lot of women love kick. When I was a trainer, women love kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Why? They want to let out those pent-up emotions. They love to hit things. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. So I would mix that up, kickboxing with the resistance training and core training and balance. You know, make it fun. Try to make the workouts fun, um, not boring. There's like these classes, like F45 classes. There's bo- yeah. a box house. It's like a boxing type. Mm-hmm. There's hot yoga. There's yes. so many different things. Don't just count things out like, oh, I would never like doing that. Because you really need to find something that you truly enjoy doing if you have the expectation that you need to do it forever. Mm-hmm. Like yoga. I used to look at yoga like, I never do yoga. That's that, what, what, What's yoga do for you? Man, right. yoga's so good for you. Oh and my it's goodness. fine if you don't, you don't have to do the particular thing forever. So say you get into Pilates for a while, you start to burn out. Fine, no problem. Anticipate that burnout and start figuring something else out. I remember I did that. That's when I, when I started Orange Theory. I was burning out on just like the traditional weightlifting mm-hmm. and cardio sessions. I would do my 30 minutes of cardio. Then I would do my weights. I was burning out. You're going through the motions. Yeah. And I started to feel I was burning out. I'm like, oh, this is not good. I need to find something quickly before I fall off. Mm -hmm. So I just plugged in something else to to help. And then if, you know, I ever burn out there, I'll find something else. I'll do Pilates or I'll try Barry's Boot Camp or so many different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need to find something. It's kind of like, yeah, I've heard people say that like, oh, but when you stop working out, you lose all your muscle. Well, duh. Yeah, eventually you will, you will atrophy and lose it all. Yes, you don't you don't use it, you lose it. It's very important as you get older. So important. Do you know? And we're going to get into this perfect segue into what I want to talk about. I want to talk about protein and some common myths around protein. Did you know that as we get older, we are in protein needs increase? Yeah. To prevent sarcopenia. Yes. Sarcopenia is muscle loss for senior adults usually when you're a seniors that lose muscle. And it's very important to retain as much muscle as possible. It's going to help you with balance Balance. and walking Walking. and your overall strength and mortality. Yes. Your ability to live longer. Um, And But in order to sustain muscle... As you get older, your protein needs increase. And I never I never realized that until I was kind of doing a deep dive on protein. Interesting. For this episode. I didn't know that either. It's yeah. good to know these things. So it's good to it's good to know. Now, you know, I know that a lot of people they, they claim lots of different protein numbers. The way I look at it with protein is you're better off getting too much than not enough. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about eating too much protein. Again, I, let's go right into it because I want to talk about some protein myths, but that's one of the common myths I heard for so long is people would say be careful eating too much protein because you're going to ruin your kidneys you're when they the oh, type boy. of protein consumption that would ruin your kidneys is like 
hundreds of grams of protein. That's like me. I weigh, I don't know, 190. That's like me ingesting three times my body weight in protein. Maybe yeah, four I times, would say. five times. Maybe it'll be toxic. Yeah, I mean, it would take, it would be a lot. Yeah. It, w- it would be a lot. And you know what's funny about this? I want to stay on this real quick. Is uh, the people who spew this, just spew with no, with no data, no research, no nothing. They just talk to talk. That's what's annoying. People make all these assumptions. Oh, don't do this. Oh, don't do that. I heard this. I heard that. Oh, yeah? Where's, the, where's, the, where's your data behind it? Right. Where's your proof? Have you done your science? Have you dug into it? No, you're just repeating some other nonsense somebody else said without having any facts yeah. behind your claim. Exactly. One of the common Simple things, and you know what? A lot of it is this. A lot of it is there are, at certain times there were believed to be correct, a certain statement, but then it gets debunked. And unfortunately, yes. people don't stay up to date on the re- current studies and science. I mean, that as our job, it's we're switching. required to do that. Yes. Like I'm required to do that as my job is constantly be up to date on my information so that I can coach my clients to the best of my ability based on the current science. Yes. Facts. So it's okay if you're, you know, maybe it, maybe five years ago I may have preached something, but maybe that has changed because studies change. There's science, science changes. to support yes. new things. One of the myths that I used to believe is that you could only absorb 30 grams of protein per meal. Dude, I remember that. I used to hear the same thing. Like They, they, they would say, this is what I would hear. You could in, eat 50 grams worth, but your body is only going to take in 30 or right. something like that. Like only use 30 grams of it. Yeah, it's not true. Your body absorbs all of it. What do you think it does with it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Does it like stick it in a pocket, like in your butthole or something? Like, what does it do? I don't. I don't know. But that was. I used to hear that too. Your body absorbs all of it and takes the nutrients and absorbs all of the protein. Whatever it doesn't need, and if you're in a surplus, it's the last macronutrient to be stored as fat. But it will be stored as fat Mm -hmm. if if you're in a surplus. If you're not in a surplus, it'll use all of it. Now. Where the, the, the confusion comes is, does it use all of it for muscle building? No, it doesn't use every single gram for no. muscle building. No, of course but not. But that's not necessary. Yeah. But yes, your body absorbs all of the protein that you eat. Because absorption is not the same thing as usage for building muscle. So as long as you're eating an adequate amount of protein to support the muscle you have and muscle growth, doesn't really matter when you eat it. So absolutely, especially my clients, like you're not, bodybuilders may be a different subject, maybe yes. a different topic yes. for them. I'm not talking to them. I don't have bodybuilders listening to my no. podcast. I'm talking about lifestyle clients who are looking to get healthy, everyday tone, people. fit bodies, you know, your everyday lifestyle modifications. Don't worry about it. Just eat enough protein. When you're eating adequate amount of protein, timing doesn't matter either. Mm. timing of protein consumption only matters if you are not eating enough if you're not eating enough then you better be eating it you know after your workouts for that repair process or whatever but if you're eating enough protein to support your goals it doesn't matter Mm. very important to eat your protein and one common a common thing when it comes to how much protein to eat, and I think this is common just because it's easy. It's eat a gram of cro- a protein per pound of body weight. Yes, heard that too. That's just because it's easy. That's too much, not too much in a bad way, but more protein than most people need. Is that's more? Yeah. You know, you're more of like around 0. 0.8. 0. 0.8. 0. 0.8. That's you know, what per I was. Body weight. But you're again, you're better off eating too much than too little. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't have to eat a gram. I don't give my clients, when I'm doing macros, I don't just shoot for the stars with protein because I don't think that's a sustainable, I like macros for my clients <clears throat> to be sustainable. And so that's why I like to go based on their body composition and their yeah. proximate fat percentage because mm -hmm. what I get from that is, okay, if they have about this much body fat, then about this much is lean muscle. Yeah. So I base their protein needs off their lean muscle. I see. Instead of overall weight. Yes, because then you're why should uh -huh. I make them eat more protein than they need to? It's going to make it harder to put meals together. Yes. Especially because my guidelines are, listen, you better hit your protein goal. Yeah. So if I if they're 170 pounds, a 170 pound woman who's 50% body fat does mm. not need 170 grams of protein. No. Nah. So if I just did that, gave her that, and I said, okay, Susie Q, here you get to eat 2,000 calories a day, but 170 grams of protein. That's a lot. To that's going to be really hard to hit. And yeah. then she's not going to hit it. And then she's going to feel like she's not being successful. Why not say, you know what? You really only need this much protein. Yes. So that those extra calories, guess what? They can go to carbs. They can go to fats. You can mm -hmm. make yummier meals. Exactly. Feeling can, more nutritious. Yeah. You can make more balanced, more creative meals. So why just shoot for the stars? I feel like a lot of coaches do that. They just shoot for the stars and give them this absurd amount of protein. Yeah. Now, I will always say like, listen, if you go over your protein, totally fine. Yeah. But you have to at least hit this because I'm not shooting for the stars on your protein. Yes. Um, so we talked about a little bit protein. Another myth, protein damages kidneys. It does not um, unless you have. How about people with kidney failure? Yes. So like if you have a diagnosed yeah. disorder, you should get guidelines from your doctor, doctor. Yes. on what type of um, what type of protein. Let me actually, there was a study here. Um, how much protein do you think you eat? How much day? do I eat? Mm -hmm. If I had to be honest, maybe like about 150 grams. I try to get in 30 to 40 a meal. I probably do three, four meals. Two shakes, 60. Yeah, probably about 150 grams. And that weigh probably about 190. Is that good enough? Would you say how much? I'm probably in just about 150. And I weigh about 190. I could no, you should, you should be... Maybe one to one? You should be eating, eating more because you have a lot of muscle on your body. Yeah. You don't have a lot of body fat. I have to figure yours out. Yeah. I'll, and then I'll tell you what your, your yeah, number is. Yeah, we got to do mine. I'm thinking that you're... I've always told it. you that. I felt like you've been under on your... You've been better lately. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like- I'm you, not bad for an old man though, right? I'm almost 50. No, but I'm, I'm saying joking, if I'm I joking. feel like you'd be shocked at the difference it will make if you increase that bump, yeah, that protein yeah. up to to what you need. We're going to break it down. Because you have a Especially lot- how yeah. active I am. Okay. This is a good one. I love this one. What do you got there? Myth. Another myth. Another myth. Supplemental protein is different from protein from food. Meaning it's protein not powders. Different. It's not different. No? No. It's whey, it's whey. Your body doesn't know. Like if, if you're getting a protein powder, you're getting whey protein, mm -hmm. okay? Your body doesn't know if you got that from Greek yogurt, if you got from that chicken, from- Chicken, steak. It doesn't, doesn't know. It doesn't know? No. You sure? No, but there's different types of protein in steak. You're going to get other- Yes. The, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah, difference. Yeah. True. The difference is if you're getting your protein consumption from- chicken or something you're also getting other nutrients from those things and other protein sources you're getting some collagen depending yes. on what it is right yes um so yes you're getting more things from other things like chicken you get uh and steak steak you know 
get iron, right? That's different from chicken. Right, so right. Chicken doesn't have, is not high in iron. Not high in iron yeah, like steak. So. But there's things like different types of protein that make a difference. There's complete proteins, but like a complete protein is a complete protein. Yeah. Whey, eggs, mm-hmm. animal proteins, yeah. right? Like the protein you get from, from chicken, from steak or whatever. Um, so there is a difference between that and supplemental proteins that are not complete proteins. A lot of times vegan proteins are not mm-hmm. complete. No. Um, soy protein. Beans. Beans have protein, but they're not a complete it's protein. It's not a complete protein. Yes. A complete protein means it has all of the essential amino acids. Yes. An incomplete protein is missing some essential amino acids. Complete proteins are the most beneficial for muscle hypertrophy. How do we say that word wrong? Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy, yeah. Basically, making your muscles grow. Yeah, from muscle growth. Hypertrophy. Now, if you eat adequate amount of protein, not all of it has to be complete. If you're eating a good amount of protein, it doesn't all have to be complete. It can be from multiple sources, you from can, grains, uh, uh, from beans, from animal. That's the best thing to do. If you're not, unless you're on like a vegan diet or something like that, it's good to get it from multiple sources because you're going to get different nutritional profiles from different types of proteins. That's like those falafel balls you're eating. Right. Yes. Those are the chickpeas. Yeah, chickpeas. There's protein. So there's a different kind of protein right there. Different kind of protein. Exactly. Is that a complete? I don't think so. Oh. Um, hmm. At the end of the day, the protein that you're getting from your whole food source is the same type of protein that you're getting from your protein powder, whether it's whey, casein, pea, soy, etc. So if you get pea, pro- pea protein powder or you eat peas, same protein. The pea gotcha. protein powder is more concentrated. You'd have to eat like, what, a gallon of peas to get a decent amount of pea protein, or yes, then you get course. a more concentrated version. That's really the only difference. So like a whey protein powder, it's more concentrated. You're going to get more bang for your buck in terms of protein calorie you know, ratio. Yeah. So you can have like a delicious protein powder, like Ghost Lifestyle, 150 grams, 150 calories for a scoop, 25 grams of protein. Yes. If you got 25 grams of protein from a piece of steak, it's going to be 450 calories yep. for that piece of steak. Will you get other things from it? Yes. So, but it's not good to get all of your protein from steak because then you're going to get a lot of fat. You're going to get a lot of calories. That's why it's important to mix it up mm-hmm. and don't freak out thinking that, oh, all of my protein has to be from Whole Foods. That is a myth. It does not have to be. Or you know what is another uh, uh, a myth out there that I heard? I won't say whose name. He was talking, I was conversation with my buddy. He's like, yeah, man, I think people are... Can't, shouldn't eat too much red meat because it's, it's causing too much cancer in this country. I'm like, how do you know this? Are you just assuming or is this what you're hearing? Did you see it on the news? Or where did you get this information from? Like, how do you know this? Yeah. Or is that just an assumption? Again, it's an assumption. Exactly. Because there is an increase. There is seems to me to be an increase in colon cancer among young people. Yes. It is concerning. Yes. I'd like to know. So, why? I've looked and they don't know for sure. There, there is not a lot of clear evidence. They're guessing right so now. So it used to be what back in the day, 55, 50 to get your colon checked? Yeah, but, but now people are getting it younger and younger. 30s and 40s. So they say, so like when my dad went home, they said, listen, limit red meat. They mm-hmm. did tell him that, but mm-hmm. he could still eat red meat. It's not necessarily directly correlated to red meat. Look, I don't eat a lot of red meat, very little red meat. Yeah, you don't eat a lot of red meat. And I had precancerous polyps. 
So what is that coming from for me? Yeah. Who's le- who's you know what I mean? They need to they need to dig deeper into this. Why all of a sudden colon cancer and young people yeah, they, are? Yeah, no, they up. are digging deeper like to try to, to figure it out yeah. for sure. But I don't think they know yet. So it's not. I don't think it's good to make assumptions yet on what no, it is because they really do not know. Mm-mm. And but they did tell me this, which I thought was interesting. Um, there seems to be, this is what the doctor said, and I have not read any studies, so I'm prefacing this with, I have no idea, but maybe look into it. Mm-hmm. The doctor says there seems to be a correlation with barbecued meats. Really? Because of the carcinogens or whatever from the, from the barbecue. From the bar, from the yes. itself. Yes. So barbecued meats, the way they're prepared, avoid oh. those. I'm just saying I hope, that's what he said. I, I hope know, they don't though. come up with a new study like this here. Avoid cooking in the air fryer because I mostly use the air fryer to cook my but meat. But it's so. air. It's not like- That's true. It's, it's hot air. It's not like- uh, You're right. It's air. It's so not it's like- not, It's not the there's microwave. There's no flame. There's no flame. Could be this is related to the microwave. Yeah, the chemicals know. that infuse in the food. That's true. Could be from cooking, right? Teflon in our cooking. It could be so many different things. Yeah. I just don't think they've figured it out yet. Okay, here's another myth. Protein makes you bulky or, or overly muscular. I mm. have had people say that. I've had clients tell me mm-hmm. that they don't they mm. always gain weight when they bump up their protein. So if you gain weight, if you bump up your protein, it is likely you are not digesting it well. So I highly recommend uh, digestive enzymes or some sort of gut health supplement. Make sure you are eating enough fiber. Make sure you are regular. You need to be going number two every single day. If you are not going number two every single day, don't just say, oh, I just don't go every day. No. Think about everything that you eat every day. That's got to come out. I wonder if there's any correlation with people who are constipated a lot versus people like myself who are never constipated. Yes. Like I'm never. To, the, to colon like cancer? Like my colon was clean. Yes, remember? absolutely. Zero. That's a precursor. And you Any digestive issues at all are a precursor uh-huh. to colon cancer. Because yes, if you have toxic waste, because that's what it is. It's toxic waste. It's toxic. Your body's trying to push it out. Sitting in your colon, mm-hmm. it it who knows what it's causing. It could Ooh. cause like it's it's rotting in there. What, yeah, you don't know what's growing it's, in there. You're it right. It could be you know causing lesions on the wall of the intestines and infections yes. that l- get irregular cell growth. You know who knows. So that's why people a lot of times don't feel good at all. It's all a lot of times in the gut health. They just don't realize it. Yes. A lot of it's in the gut health. For sure. So when they think that the protein makes them gain weight, it is likely because they're not digesting it well. If you just recently bumped up your protein, your body doesn't have the digestive enzymes intact ready to digest that protein. So you have to help the body along. It will adjust if it knows you're eating more protein. It will begin to develop the proper enzymes in order to break it down. But until it does, you're going to need to really give it some aid. And that's just another thing people don't realize is especially when you're eating a high protein diet, you, your fiber has to be on point. Yes. It has to be on point. Um, I do remember when I was on a high protein, not to cut you off, sorry. I do remember when I was on a high protein diet that Matt had me on and I was eating a lot of red meat, remember? Mm-hmm. Very little carbs. You were not too much trouble. fiber. In the, I, I was a little constipated. I had a little hard time. Yeah, but about you Then my body fiber. adjusted. You weren't eating enough fiber. Yeah. Yeah. Got to eat fiber, you mm-hmm. guys. You got to have fi- have a fiber supplement. A, a gut health supplement is essential in your in your daily routine. Fiber Throw is some essential. Oatmeal in there. Throw some oatmeal, some eat some beans. That stuff helps. I'm telling you, it helps me go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's just so important. And so a lot of times people blame protein, but it's really the 
because it's, it's not the protein's fault. It's not. Don't blame the protein. And you guys. Oh, so let's touch on it does not make you bulky. Protein by itself does not build muscle. If you do not exercise and you eat a bunch of protein, the protein just gets used as energy. Mm-hmm. If you're in a surplus, the protein gets stored as fat. Yep. If you're not in a surplus, it gets used as energy. Yes. That's it. Very simple. It does nothing for muscles unless you are in the gym. It will not grow your muscles. I wonder if steroids, not to get off topic, I wonder if testosterone is the same. Like if guys just inject and don't lift, will they gain muscle? No. No, right? You have no. to lift. You, you got to train. Lift. Yeah, yeah. I figured you still that. Gotta do, you got to yeah. create those, those, those micro tears yeah, you gotta, in your muscle fibers. Yes. And then your muscles need to know... What's telling your muscles to grow is the usage of them. You have to use them Mm -hmm. and tell your muscles that you need them to be stronger because you're putting them under some strain. Your body's so smart. If it knows like, oh my gosh, Mike is going to be lifting this heavy weight again tomorrow. Tomorrow, we we want it to be a little easier if he comes back and lifts the same weight. So when we repair, Mm -hmm. we're going to repair a little bigger as long as there's protein there. Yes. That's where the protein comes into play. Because if you're not eating adequate protein and you worked out and you ripped open your muscle fibers, but mm-hmm. there's no amino acids there to to pull those muscles back together and they'll they'll fuse back together ever so slightly bigger and stronger, very little, but ever yeah. so slightly, that's what happens. Um, but and if there's not the protein there to do it, you will waste the workout. Yes. True. But protein without the workout is not going to grow your muscles. Yeah. You know. And you notice how people are built different, different cultures, different regions, depending on the type of work they do, like farmers, you know, like farm, farm boy strength. You ever see that football players are big? You know, yes. oh, he's a farm. He's probably comes from yeah. a farm. Yeah. And that means like their bodies are, are built different. So they right. need, they're throwing those hay bales around and all that. So they need adequate amounts of protein. That's why they do those lumberjack breakfast. I guess. Yeah, exactly. They steak, do that eggs, like potatoes, steak, potatoes, oh, and then they're using the muscles. Yes. That's why they get big. Yes. Right. Freaks. You have to, it's not just protein by itself. It's a, it's a, it's a marriage. Um, but I will also say if you're struggling to get your protein in on the days that you don't get adequate protein, that's the day that you want to supplement with BCAAs. Branch chain amino acids. Yeah. So BCAAs is, is your branch chain amino acids. So that's, what's going to, it's like the building mm-hmm. blocks for your muscles a lot of people will supplement with that every day. Not necessary to have it every single day if you're hitting your protein target. But it is good to have it on days that you are lacking in protein. Yeah. So that is one supplement I would say to incorporate if you're – but don't use it as a as a crutch because really you need protein. You need whey. You need, you know, protein. Eggs, especially like – and chicken, collagen. Beef. Oh, another good one is people think is collagen – can that contribute to my protein goal? It's not going to give you the same muscle building benefits as collagen. So you shouldn't be getting a large portion of your daily protein requirement from collagen. Okay. Because that is not what's going to give you the gains. It is okay if it makes up a piece of it. So yeah. like if you have a protein goal of, you know, 120 grams of protein per day and you're getting 10 of that from collagen, that's perfectly fine. You don't then have to have 130 grams, 120 weigh an animal 10 or collagen or whatever um you can have some of it a small amount come from collagen but you don't want to have the bulk of your protein being collagen or incomplete proteins because that's not going to give you 
the changes that you want to see in the gym. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. You know, give you that hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. It's a weird. It's a weird word. Why hypertrophy. 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 But you go all at once, say it all at once. Hyper, hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. It's weird. But it's really hyper and then trophy. But they say hypertrophy. That's why it's hard for me to say. It. I hypertrophy. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Basically guys. muscle building, you guys. Yeah. So those are the myths on protein. Here, I'll leave you with this. How much protein should you be eating then? Well, it's going to be somewhere between 0.6 to 1.1 per gram of, uh, I mean, per pound of body weight grams per pound of body weight but it depends on your body composition i yes. wish there was an answer i could give you like a blanket no can't do that calculator if someone just tells you a blanket number it's it's fine if you're erring on the side of like erring on the side of having more than you need mm -hmm. and that's what people do but it's it's yeah. less sustainable if you like if someone said janine you have to eat 150 grams of protein a day just because that sounded good right yeah sounds like a lot of protein that's that will make a big impact in my daily eating. Yes. And if I don't have to, because my body doesn't need that much for my current muscle volume. Yeah. And it's just gonna turn their extra into energy carbohydrates anyway. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just eat the carbs. Don't I don't yeah. want to eat all this extra protein. My body's gonna turn it into energy. Yeah. Like, no, I'd rather just eat the carbs because then I can have some more balance. Facts. And that's why I like to, that's why custom macro assessments are good rather than yes. these macro calculators on the website because you're going to get that. You're going to get a lot of protein. I have a lot of people come to me saying what their current macros are. I'm like, mm, the calories are pretty close, but you don't need that much protein. Like what you, you're what not you, that. What are you at? Like one to one ratio? I'm about a one to one right one now because I'm pretty lean. I don't have a lot of body fat. Yes. So I aim for, a, you know, on a good day, 120 grams of protein, but yeah. mm, 110 to 120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right you know? there. Yeah. So that that's what I have. Yes. But somebody that is, you know, 40% body fat or something, they yeah. don't need that much. No. Because a big portion of their body weight is fat. Your fat doesn't need protein to sustain itself. Only your muscles do. Yep. So a lot of people just don't realize that. So hopefully you guys learned a little bit something today about protein. If not, you can always reach out to my wife and or you, or me. <laughs> you always want to get. <laughs> but you're the one that you're the macro coach, not me. Reach out to you. Reach I'm, out to my wife, people. Mm. Anyways, thank you guys so much. Thank you again for all the support. Yes, the podcast please. numbers have been absolutely. Thank you guys. Amazing. Thank you. We're hey, we're very humbled and yes. blessed and grateful. And I know you guys want to help us grow. I know you're your fans and you support us. And thank you. I know. There's so Can't many people who've enough. literally been listening since episode one, yes. and it makes me cringe sometimes. I think like, oh my gosh, I would not want to go listen to my first episode. I literally oh, recorded man. it on some janky microphone sitting Indian style, cross-legged on my bed. But that's the beauty of it. Like yeah. I said, look what Joe Rogan said. They set up a laptop on a webcam, smoked hella weed in his living room and were just talking shit. They knew nothing about yeah, the pocket. He had no idea where it was even gonna go. Isn't that crazy? He doesn't even know why he started. He just wanted that's an outlet to I talk feel, shit. Though. They just wanted to why. talk what smack. What possessed me? To it was say, your like, idea. I know, but kept why? I don't know. I have no you idea. It, you had it in your head. Like, let's get a podcast. Let's start. Let's start talking. I actually talking. don't know why. I wish I could remember exactly why. Because like, why add? And I at first, know. I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Remember, I was kind of like. Yeah. yeah. And now we love it. Like, I love I it. Enjoy it. Yes. I, I really love it. I yeah. love this. I love our listeners. Thank you so much for all the reviews. If you yes. haven't, please go to Apple Podcasts, 
tap on that five stars. Write a review if you want. You don't have to, but just tapping on the five stars helps us. Please. Um, Refer us. Talk to your friends, family, everybody. Yeah, and other than that, tune in for our shorter episodes as well. Mm-hmm. We will be coming out with another episode this week called The Coffee Break, and Coffee it is going to be on sleep. Sleep, very important, sleep. Yes, and how important sleep is, That's how much super. you need, how to get better sleep, things like that. We're going to be talking about that this week. And one other thing I wanted to add, I have, I know these episodes are super long, and not everyone wants to hear all of the stuff. Yeah. So I do now break it out into chapters. So if you go in the description, you can see the timestamps for the different topics. So that will help. And on YouTube, it's really easy to navigate to the different chapters. So you can skip over certain topics. Super if they easy. Don't you just fast you. forward and wind, and it tells you. you. Don't have I do to it all fast the time. Forward. Oh. It's chapters. It's a button. You just go, you hit the oh. pause button and you go, you could skip right over to the chapter. I see. Yeah. So it's I a little different. I know that because mm-hmm. I, I see it when I'm certain things and I'll like fast forward something and it'll say like different Yeah, chapters. no, I did. Or it'll say most replay too. I'll go back and watch a clip and it'll say most replay. Yeah, but I did chapters. Uh, That's not what mm, Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so cool much. Beans. We'll see you on the next see one. See ya.